Welcome to the Mastery Podcast with your host, Mark Coles. I have dedicated the last 15 years as a fitness professional to mastering my mind, my craft, and my business. It is my passion and mission to help each of you to do the same. Over the coming episodes, I will be providing you with all the necessary tools to be able to take full control of your career and your life. I'm really looking forward to going on this very exciting journey with you. So let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mastery Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Now, as I'm sure you will have noticed, I had a little bit of a break, um, eight days away in Crete uh, with my wife, which was absolutely amazing. Very, uh, very relaxing, um, as I'm sure with you all. Uh, when you go away, you have those uh, couple of days where your brain's going 100 miles an hour, trying to relax, trying to keep up the pace with where you were before and trying to relax, but just having those couple of days to adjust and then you just have that calmness, the stillness. And uh, somebody asked me, you know, do you struggle to switch off when you go away? And I, I think that this is um, you know, a really important thing to just discuss with you all because there's this, there's this expectation all the time that you have that uh, you must stop working, you must switch off and you must do this. And there is no must in life. You know, if people are telling us to do stuff, which is very interesting leading into today's episode of the podcast, which I'll introduce you to in a second, but um, I love what I do. You know, I take a break from the actual mentoring and coaching and educational side that I have, but my brain still stays alive. I'm, I'm fiercely working towards my goals in my head. And when I go away, not only does it allow me lovely time to connect with my wife, but it allows me time to be creative. You know, when you get six, seven hours, at least two or three hours at certain points, just lying there with stillness, your brain is allowed to be creative for long periods of time. You know, I, I make sure I have time during in the, de- during the day uh, to be creative. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's first thing in the morning now, uh, recording the podcast, and I've already had an hour to myself where I sit and I read and I gather my thoughts. And, you know, while some people meditate and, 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 and choose that route, you know, reading has always been hugely uh, meditative for me um, and, and just taking space. So when I'm away, um, having extended periods of break allows my brain to be creative. And um, I've talked a lot about eustress and distress. Eustress is very empowering. It's the type of stress where you're empowered, you feel great, um, you know, getting towards the end of the day, doing what you love um, is not stressful. Um, it's happy stress. Um, and, and it's fulfilling for you. It's energizing, energizing, makes you feel good. Um, but then there's this distress, and that distress is doing things that you don't enjoy, and unhappiness, and very negative emotions towards certain situations, and peoples, and people, and events, and, uh, you know, I have very little distress in my life. I have a lot of busy stress, which is all towards my goals. So when I take a bit of a break from teaching, you know, I allow myself to uh, be creative and think and write things down. And if there's work to do while I'm away, I'll continue to do work. You know, I'll put my posts out. I mean, I love every single day writing posts for my social media. Um, 
you know, and uh, thank you to all of you who messaged me something, you know, throughout the week. I just say, I love today's post. Da, da, da. I love being creative. I love writing. Uh, I love sharing my thoughts and ideas and thinking about you guys and helping you guys. So, you know, we're going to get into uh, today's episode, but, um, you know, to answer a lot of times, one of the way people do ask me questions, do you ever switch off? Do you ever switch off? You don't seem to do this. Well, maybe in your eyes, you feel you need to stop and, and, and not do anything and not think about your business. But um, a lot of people that work for people feel like that because they want to just get away from a job. But 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 this is my life. This is uh, a huge part of what I'm, you know, why I'm on this planet. Um, and it fulfills me. And uh, I don't need a break from being creative and thinking about my dreams, my visions, and helping you guys. It's it's a, it's a you know a day day to day thing that fulfills me. And when I'm not doing it, I'm unfulfilled. Um, which leads me very nicely into today's episode because um, today's topic comes up a lot. Um, and one of my key roles in this industry, you know, is to support you through your career. And one of the roles that I feel very responsible for is addressing certain things that will happen throughout your life and throughout your career. And I watch a lot of coaches go through a transition of social life. Um, and it becomes pretty stressful. You know, the people that I spend all my time with and my great friends and people that I've grown up with, um, I just don't feel like I've got the same things in common anymore. I feel like I'm losing my friends. And I feel like I have an expectation to just keep keep with them all the time. Um, but it's making you quite unhappy. Because there's other things in your life that you want to do. And I went through a huge transitional phase in my life where I was really enjoying going out, drinking, playing rugby, hanging out with my friends and I felt this internal shift and it was training, education around training. I just wanted to sit and read and I didn't want to be in a bar. I didn't want to stand there drinking and I didn't find the conversation fulfilling. I didn't really know what this was. It was just a very uncomfortable feeling inside me that I thought that I, I, I must, must being a key word here, keep doing these things because um, it's kind of expected that that's what I do. And um, it wasn't until I gave myself permission to be me. And that came with a phase of being on my own, which brought even more challenges because I thought, why, why do I want to be on my own? Um, why do I not want to hang out with my friends? And why is everybody finding me very weird for not wanting to be with them? And that's where I really started to get stuck into perception, expectation, and most importantly, values. Because a lot of people assume, you've heard me talk about this before, assume that values are love, connectivity, trust, honesty. But values are actually what's deeply meaningful and inspiring to you. What do you value? Not necessarily in a person, can be, but what do you value? What 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 do you what do you, what do you love? What are you inspired by? When you have that conversation, there's plenty of questions that you can ask yourself to help you find this out, as I'm going to get into in a minute. 
to easily help you here, the things that you are inspired by change. When I was younger, rugby, socializing at a kind of superficial kind of pubby level of lad chat and don't get me wrong, I love nothing more than having a good chat with my friends. But it's not what I'm inspired by all the time. Um, and as my life developed, I realized that rugby and spending time with my friends and just having fun became less inspiring to me than learning and wanting to grow in the fitness industry I'm wanting to spend more time with people that wanted to talk about the things that I love the most. So when I was with all the guys, I was loving talking about rugby and I was loving talking about my social life. And at that time in my life, it was really inspiring to me. I mean, it was just everything to me. And that doesn't make me a bad person that I changed what I wanted out of life. Um, but I started to realize that that's not what I wanted. You know, playing rugby, training rugby, being at the rugby club, being with my friends at the weekend. My day-to-day -day job was unfulfilling. I, I, I tended to be this type of person that would wait till Friday and would love the weekend and not love the week. And then I found that I used to love all of my week and all of my studying and all of my training and all of my food preparation and all of the conversations I'd have, I was having around training. Um, and then I'd get to the weekend, I'd be like, Ugh. and I had a reversal where that dead spot at the weekend where you're, in inverted commas, supposed to be drinking and supposed to be partying is an expectation that you have put upon yourself to continue to do something that is valuable to other people. So, you know, I enjoy having some drinks from time to time. But I would not put myself down as a big drinker. You know, i very happy to have a glass of wine, gin and tonic. And that's me done, really. I'm, I'm not really, you know, bothered about much more. There are times when appropriate where you have more. You know, I found myself on holiday meeting up with a great friend of mine. And we just had an afternoon of drinking wine <laughs> and just having a lot more than I would normally do, it was just a perfect time, perfect scenario. But I don't crave a weekly blowout. In the old days for me, drinking was very much an escape from five to six days of unfulfillment. But being fulfilled deeply with seven days a week of my life, having a, a drink and a meet up with friends is lovely. It's not what I'm inspired to do anymore. And it hasn't been for a long time. Not in excess anyway. So when I look at these situations where there's big parties and big events and big drinking, um, I'm not inspired to go. And I haven't been for many, many years. But that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. That doesn't mean that I'm doing anything wrong. I'm just staying true to what I enjoy doing because it's important to you that you do what you enjoy. And when it came to these kind of realizations for me, it threw me quite a bit because I was like, why am I different? What's wrong with me? And you'll be asking yourself the same questions. What's wrong with you? You, you don't seem to fit in anymore. 
All that's happening in your life is that your values, as I've explained with me, are slowly but surely changing. And very often we aren't aware of our values and we go through life kind of giving in or subordinating is a different word to somebody else's values. So we're not sure of what we want out of life and we see what everybody else is doing and we do what everybody else is doing. We fit in with the crowd. And then as we progress through our lives, very often in the fitness industry, you get to a point where you go, oh my God, Like I found my true passion. More than likely, the thing that you found is the thing that you're inspired by more than anything that you've now realized in life. And it's fitness and training and health and, um, and, and helping other people. And that's all you want to talk about every single day. That's all you want to do every single day. And, and then suddenly this whole social network that you were a part of doesn't seem to be the social network that you really want to be a part of anymore. And just like me, you'll end up with a good spell of time. And for me, it was actually four or five years through my intense bodybuilding that I uh, I spent a lot of time on my own. But do you know what? It was some of the most inspiring time. I learned, I studied, I trained. I, 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 I you know, met up with different bodybuilders and people that were in the fitness industry. And it was just amazing. But there was still this challenge on me that why am I not enjoying drinking anymore because I didn't really understand what was going on why am I not wanting to go out Friday and Saturday night and why do I not want to go out and see everybody and not have more than one drink or happy to go out and have a soft soft drink because training the next day was more important to me than what I was doing on a social front so I want to just say to you right now if you're struggling in a social network I, you're making a shift from how you used to be to how you are today. I want to be that guy that highlights to you that you're doing nothing wrong. In fact, when values change in life, it's because you're somebody that's in search of something. Very often, there's people that go through life that just live the same life. They copy what their family did, their parents did. They've not spent any time identifying what, it is, what is it that you love. And credit to, to nearly all of you who are listening to the Mastery Podcast, because I'm here to help you master your life, your business, and your profession. All three of those things. I don't, in isolation, help coaches just make money. You know, I help you become a better human being and enjoy life and help you love your body and your health and help you build a successful business. And you can't really do one without the other. And so it's important for me sometimes to kind of highlight these things to you, but Please understand that what you've done right now is you've identified that there's something really important to you in your life. And so many people go through life just saying, well, I'll I'll do this. And then I'll see what everybody else is doing and I'll just follow that. And that's somebody who doesn't live a fulfilling, inspiring life. Now, many of you will know that I've studied values and human development, personal development for many, many years. When I started to study values in themselves, a structure and a methodology taught by Dr. John DiMartini, I was able to have meaning as to why I was moving in and out of different social circles. Because I had identified subconsciously what was deeply meaningful to me. Training, bodybuilding, education, learning, wanting to talk about these things all the time. And 
for you to just have an insight into this, let me just talk to you through three questions. On a day-to-day -day basis where you spend most of your time, I'm at my desk right now in my office. I have a lot of books around me right now to do with um, optimizing productivity and performance. I can see I have books on you know um, wealth and finance and personal development um, and business management and marketing. And at this stage in my life, those things are really inspiring to me. Now, go back 10 years ago, there was so much of my life was filled with education around training and nutrition and everything that would go into helping my clients to achieve the best results possible. So much would go into my learning about bodybuilding and, and training. And that's wonderful. But that was so inspiring to me. And don't get me wrong, I love those topics still today. But the stuff I'm deeply inspired by today is the stuff that would complement the growth and development of the brand that I'm, uh, you know, uh, uh, developing right now. And the ability for me to be able to help reach more coaches and learn how to develop the business so that we can support more trainers all over the world. And I have a phenomenal team that helped me do that, that support me in teaching a lot of the science and theory and practical aspects of coaching. Which as you'll learn as you progress through your career, you know, you cannot help a lot of people doing the same thing. You need to eventually notice what's inspiring to you at that time and then have a team supporting you in developing the rest of it. And I've not been shy of, frightened of, oh Mark, like you're not spending every single day studying nutrition. No, because it's not how I'm going to make my biggest level of impact in the world. And then I have a re realization that what I'm inspired by is slowly changing. And that's what I want to ask you right now is if you look around you on your desk at home or where you spend most of your time, what fills your space? What's around you? And you'll be like, well, Christ, it's books on training. It's books on nutrition. It's books on, you know, personal development. I'm like, that, that's, that's, that's incredible. And then going hand in hand with that, what do you love to talk about the most in social settings? It's like, wow. I just love to talk about training. I just love to talk about my clients. And, I, and that's all I really want to spend time around. It's like, but do you see how you used to love to talk about going out and mates and getting drunk? And There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But what do you love to talk about the most now? And the other thing that's amazing is what do you talk to yourself about the most? What are, what's the dialogue that goes on inside your head every day? And I'll tell you right now, you know, the dialogue that goes inside my head every day is making as much impact as I possibly can with fitness professionals all over the world. And I'm constantly thinking, how can I help you guys more? Whether it's free webinars, whether or not it's podcast episodes, whether it's content on social media, whether it's, you know, the, the, the content and education development that we did deliver on our mentorship, whether or not it's the business coaching that I deliver on my masterminds and my high-level mentoring programs. Like, how do I help you guys more? That's what's just going through my head more and more and more and more and more. So then when I look at that and I look at my values and I go, wow, you know, six years ago, Mark, like seven years ago, you were waking up every single morning inspired to to just teach what you know in terms of training theory and practice, and then you were so inspired with continual development with your bodybuilding. 
whereas I still love my bodybuilding, the most inspiring things to me is building my business and reaching more fitness professionals and helping my team grow. So what I'm saying to you right now is all of these kind of social scenarios and networks that you built over the years, friends don't go anywhere, by the way, guys. Friends don't go anywhere. Real true friends are by your side. You don't need to be with them every Friday night. You know, people, their values change. Their values might change to their own business goals and ambitions. Well, they more likely will. But a lot of times, like your friends will maybe develop a family. I haven't got children yet. So it's not inspiring to me to, you know, do everything and spend time with other families and other kids. It's not inspiring to me to be doing things every weekend with my you know, kids because I don't have them. And I expect things to change as my life evolves. So I'm going to go back to expectation now and say that I expect to change. People said to me, can you see yourself living in a different country? I'm like, I don't know. But I will go whichever way the wind blows. And if my values change, um, I've, I've gone from a guy that grew up in a small market town playing rugby every weekend um, and, and drinking and partying and loving that at stage of my life. And then I went, I think I've outgrown this place because my vision of values are changing and I want to be in a city. I want to be in a city around growth-minded people and I want to be in the hub of a city and feel the energy of a city and I want to open a gym in a city. My values changed dramatically from being in a small town. And then when I was in that city walking down the hill one day and I'd been there four or five, five years and I went, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I don't want to be in this city anymore, but I don't want to shut my gym where do I want to be? I, I want to be in London. My family lived in London most of my life. And being down there nearly every weekend, I was like, I need, I need to be here. And so the wind blew three times. And I moved with each wind ch directional change. And that wind directional change was my values shifted. Does it make me a bad person? In fact, a huge a lot of people have benefited from each value shift that I've had. Now, I've been in London a long time now. And there's great people that are a part of the brand, the M10 brand, and having different positions within the brand and thriving because of my growth each year. But in terms of my social networks, what's happened within my value shifts is that I've realized that I've needed and wanted to be connected with people that are aligned with the things that I'm inspired to talk about the most. So when I moved to Nottingham, I started spending a lot more time with people that are bodybuilders. Um, and I started to network and connect with, um, reach out to different people and connect with the likes of JP and Ben Pekulski and Joe Bennett, um, you know, people that I met along my journey and, and, and people that I really, really have huge respect for, um, names that you'll all know. Um, but my, that became like my social network. Now, I didn't spend time every single day with these people, but I started to speak to them a lot more, a lot more frequently. And the conversations were inspiring. And you'd go for a meal and you'd meet up with these people and you'd have a glass of water and you'd chat and you know, you'd you'd spend time eating food in the off season and you'd sit and I'd be inspired but just happy and fulfilled. And then you'd be invited to a party where everybody was getting you know, having a mad night out and it was really heavy drinking like before. And now you were standing there going, the conversation is not inspiring to me. I've not really got the same things in common anymore. And now I'm a bad person. You're not a bad person. It just means that that needs to necessarily be a less less frequent event if you if you actually love those people. Because 99% of the time, you're going to want to spend time talking to people in alignment with your current values. So 
first thing is, is to identify to you right now, what's inspiring to you? You know, what fills your immediate space every day? What are the things that occupy your day? What are the things that occupy your mind? What do you talk to yourself about? What do you love to talk about? And also, here's another thing. There's long-term thoughts that you've always had about how you want your life to be that are showing evidence of coming true. I've had always had my thoughts and my life about growing a business and reaching people worldwide and helping people worldwide. And build. My longest-term thoughts is word reputation. I want my reputation to help me be to reach people worldwide. And I'm here on a podcast reaching every download gets over 4,000 people downloading the podcast every time within 24 hours. So, you know, the podcast listened to, to, to you guys all over the world. And this is something that's massively, massively important to me. But if I think about when I first moved into my own studio and I wanted to build my reputation just before that, actually, and that's something that's a long-term um, goal that's coming true. You know, I wanted to build up my own wealth and legacy and business and brand and help people. And that's coming true, continuing to coming true. And so for you, please expect people to come and go in your life. True friends don't go anywhere. You know, I, I've, I've always said, you know, people that mind what you're doing, they don't matter. And people that don't mind and people that stay with you, they're the people that matter. So I always understand that. And I, I expect social networks to come and go and true friends to stay for it. I was chatting to a friend of mine you know, this week. We just booked myself, my wife, and um, his wife. We booked a, um, some rooms in, in the Cotswolds. And I, and I don't see him all the time. He's a true friend that's never gone anywhere in my whole life. And we booked to stay in the Cotswolds. And uh, we'll probably do stuff every five, four, five months and it's wonderful. But he's, he's got his children, he's got his life, he's got his own values, and I've got my life and my values. But we connect, but not all the time. And whereas when we were younger, it was every weekend, in the middle of the week, it would be all the time. And things shift. You know, he's got his own business, his brand, it's different to mine. He's got his own family and wife and children, and it's different to my life. And, and that just, that means that, you know, we still love each other as friends and still connect regularly, but not as regularly as it used to be, which means that's okay. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, my role in this industry is to not just provide you information to help you become more financially stable or help you to just become better at your craft with the education programs that we, that we teach, is to give you this 360-degree approach to building a business. And I'm speaking next weekend at the IFS event, and I'm... I'm doing what I always do and I'm, I'm, I'm not giving you an absolute answer to the, the steps to success in the fitness industry because there's not one, it's not marketing, it's not sales, it's who you become, it's not just who you become, it's how you look after your health and your wellness and your well-being in the same time and it's this 360 degree approach to building your life, your business and your health and your wealth. So I hope you found today helpful and insight into outgrowing your social networks and the fact that um, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that you're progressing through life, which is a wonderful thing. So please, as a reminder to you, stay aligned to your values. Stay aligned to what's truly inspiring and meaningful to you. And don't feel the pressure to conform to other people's values, respect other people's values, and respect other people's values. But when you can understand both sides, uh, you'll be able to stay aligned with what's truly inspiring and meaningful to you throughout your life. And you'll stay in a 
you know, in alignment and be fulfilled and happy um, and just expect life to change and go with the wind and stay true to what's deeply meaningful and inspiring to you. Guys, as always, have a fantastic day. Take care and please do me a favor. Share the podcast. Tell your friends. Let's get more people on the episode. And finally, if you would like some free help from me, go to m10life.com. We've got five free webinars on there. How to help you get clients to stick to the plan. How to start your PT business. Okay, we've got another one, which is how to deliver high value online coaching, which will help you get more clients, retain more clients, build your business. How to attract your ideal clients. And if you go to the link tree in my bio on Instagram, you'll see two, a free webinar, which is my five top strategies to build your Instagram platform as well. So I've got lots of free stuff, um, lots of episodes of the podcast you could go through, and education development right now. Right now, we're, um, uh, we've got the personal training mentorship, six months that starts on the uh, 18th, 17th of October. Um, and then on the 17th of September, I've got two places left on my business mastermind, which is a life-changing 360 degree, degree approach to building your life, your business, your wealth, your happiness, and, and your um, future. So, um, guys, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Connect with me on my socials, help more people, share the podcast, and I'll speak to you very soon. Take care.